0: Hey Felicia.
1: What's going on?
0: It's time for high tea. With Felicia. And Philip. Welcome.
1: have you been to the movies recently
0: oh i sure have i went and saw jurassic park six what did i say 12 part 12 <laughs> part 15 something jurassic world yes it would y- y- oh did i say jurassic park it's the same thing yeah it's we, the same I know fucking thing about you know what the first three movies even that third one was terrible like the storyline you know just everything i mean the, you know I think with this latest one, they actually tried to switch the story up a little bit. Okay. Um, and it
1: had previous cast members from the original film.
0: Which right. Is so it was like a mashup of like Jurassic Park main characters and the Jurassic World main characters. Was uh, Jeff Goldblum in it. Yes. Oh, nice.
1: And it wasn't interesting. His character wasn't that
0: interesting. Oh no, he he was very interesting in this in this film. Um, and actually, he has my favorite movie quote of all time. Okay. Because I always say catering is like Jurassic Park, and <laughs> people always look at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But it's true. Like, people come over here and they have their Pinterest and all their, like, you know... Oh, yeah,
1: they, I want something like this. And right. they show you and it's like this Martha Stewart spread <laughs> and you're like, I'm not decorating the fucking table. If you want that, you can do it yourself. I'll provide you with the food.
0: I'm not fucking Martha Stewart, bitch. Well, no, no, no. But, but what I say to these people is, sure, I could do that. But this is the price. So, like, you know, like, okay, so Jeff Goldblum in the second Jurassic Park movie, goes back to the island reluctantly to get his daughter, yada, yada, yada. Oh, so she's, like, trapped. Well, she's on the island. Okay. And so he didn't want to go back, but he goes back for the daughter. Does the movie pick up right where the first Jurassic World ended?
1: Because no. at Jurassic, when it ends, there's pterodactyls flying out into the real world. Like, now dinosaurs are roaming.
0: Oh, yes. So that is... the that, that is, is kind thing? of
1: is that still a thing is yeah
0: it, it's, it's it's kind people? of like people like dealing with dinosaurs in daily life and how they're just more like a nuisance like a squirrel as opposed what? yeah they were like these dinosaurs and they were like like squirrels in the park as so opposed then, to so like the, actual the, the squirrels. dinosaurs
1: basically decided to
0: segregate themselves from the humans because they're like we don't like these assholes oh no it was just there were shots and stuff like in the beginning of the film about how like dinosaurs in the news and so they were showing all of these clips about how like you know they run muck every once in a oh, while and that just sucks but it's like living with dinos but you know there was part of that at the beginning the quote that I love from Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park 2 he says oh yeah ooh, ah that's how it always starts but then later there's running and, and screaming and that <laughs> and that is what catering is because everyone has these Big and bold ideas. Mm-hmm. And later there's running and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway. I love that. That's my favorite movie line in a in a thing ever. But I can't believe it was like Jurassic Park 6. You know, overall, I would have given this film like a C minus. Okay. Did you see Lost City with Sandra Bullock? No, but it's on the TV that yeah, I get streamed. on the app,
1: and it is so good. I actually saw it in the theaters, and literally I laughed my butt off. Like, it was so fucking good.
0: I need to check that out. Oh, so back to Jurassic Park. I knew Jurassic Park was the time that I had to quit the restaurants. There was a time when I did my business and the restaurants at the same time, and I never made the leap. And one night I was working at the restaurant, and I was managing... And one of the employees and I were having a conversation and they asked me about my favorite movie and the set or whatever. And so I said, oh, Jurassic Park, like the original, you know, and she didn't even like she had never seen the movie because What's the movie Jurassic
1: Park? I've never seen it.
0: Well, and I don't buy that I've because now it. we have six no. of them that have come out. So at some point, I'm sure she saw Jurassic Park, but or she knew what it was. But the movie had come out. Like several years before she was ever even born. And as soon as I (laughs) as soon as I found that out, I was just like, I gotta get out of this restaurant. Fuck out of here. Exactly. Ooh, when I was a kid and the first Jurassic Park movie came out, I was at church in youth group and we were having a whole like like open conversation about our beliefs and things in the Bible and all this whatever. Dinosaurs are in the Bible. Well, no, they're not in the Bible, but it was weird because... They are in the Book of Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? I'm sure they are. I mean... Like, someone told me that that whole religion was about, like, a a mystical, magical salamander or something.
1: No, it's about golden plates. Golden plates? Joseph Smith dug up golden plates that were hidden by God underneath his tree on a farm. Okay. And he's like, wow, that makes perfect sense. Let's go to the backyard and start digging. And then he found a book. that's like the pages were golden plates, like a binder, basically. Okay. And then he wrote down what was in that book and wrote the Book of Mormon. Okay. And there's lots of crazy things in there. And no one ever found the golden plates because they never existed.
0: Huh. Well, is that part of that musical, Book of Mormon? Well, it's fact. But yes. It's part of the musical? What? It is part of the musical, yeah. Oh, I'm what? writing
1: down Cup Book of Mormon. I don't know.
0: Why? Well, let's get back on track. Okay, yeah, let's see here. Where are we at? I do want to talk about that. Oh, that's what I was fucking talking about. So, I am so fucked up, Felicia. I'm what's trying, the, I'm trying to just turning, to get what's through the this. Topic,
1: Al, I could ask you a question.
0: Felicia, like they made fun of me at church because we were talking about Jurassic Park and I don't know why we were talking about Jurassic Park in like Bible study, but we got to talking about dinosaurs and things like that. And I was basically trying to express myself and I think I was too young and I didn't know how. So I said, I don't believe in dinosaurs the way they look the way you think they look cuz i always thought that like birds are like modern day dinosaurs for right, some right right
1: right so you're saying like yeah i believe in dinosaurs but not like the version
0: like you're really right yeah i believe that they had feathers and all of this kind yes. of thing right and so it turns out some of these dinosaurs did and actually the noises that they make weren't weren't roars they were clicking in their throats like how birds communicate outside it was this <laughs> Like it wasn't this raw. Yeah, yeah. Like they 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 and, and 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 barked. Screamed you know? Right. And, yeah. and they were birds. Totally. And so that's those how they birds vocalized. In Jurassic
1: World are creepy. Like those pterodactyls. Like the the feathers. Those are
0: creepy. No, but in this newest one, they had big dinosaurs. Like one that was bigger than the T Rex, and oh. it was like a big friggin'. He was in the other movie. Like it was a big dinosaur that like w- w- that was like terrifying. And people were laughing in the theaters when they seen this, whatever. And I was like, that's how they laughed at me over there in youth group. When I said, oh, I don't believe in dinosaurs. Like, I, be- I dinosaurs existed. Excuse me. I know that they did. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I don't think they look like this. They, they had feathers and everything else. Oh, and then they thought I was crazy. All of them thought I was crazy. Well, fuck you, youth group. Because fuck you, youth group. You yeah.
1: suck my dick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck you, you stupid youth group.
1: Youth group. <laughs> I mean, dinosaurs had like when you're in feathers. Youth group, and everyone's so young. Be like, you're a Neanderthal. No, you're a Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm a youth group,
0: and you're the biggest Neanderthal in youth group. Yeah, fuck you, youth group. Oh yeah, so that bitch, that bitch at the restaurant. She goes, I wasn't born till 2001. Well, oh, fuck you, bitch, too. Fuck you, youth group, and fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> that wasn't funny We're to you. Having a gay ass time. Yeah, we are. Oh my god. Hold on. However, you know what? Jurassic World might not be true, but if you want to see dinosaurs, they do exist. But mainly only on C SPAN.
1: Woo! Girl, (laughs) she already had hers. Exactly. She done already had hers.
0: a package? Tomorrow. Oh. Gotta schedule that shit now, huh, girl?
1: I got a notification.
0: Oh. That sounds promising.
1: Tomorrow before 8pm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but just before we're done with this whole Jurassic Park thing, it brought up, um, like I said earlier, it kind of went in a different direction than other Jurassic Parks movies, and this time it was basically... Talking about GMOs and how they can impact the environment. And That's the, the
1: subtext of this Jurassic World movie. Is, yes,
0: yes, GMOs and how they oh can control. God. Because they now we're, that they're living with these dinosaurs, they're trying to genetically uh, make them how they can, you know, be. And so, like, they, they came up with these, like, grasshopper bug dinosaur things that were, like, locusts. So like they're these... trying
1: to make the dinosaurs more domestic, like, calm them down? Oh, yeah, that's kind of... Putting that's putting GMOs kind of... into all of the
0: food. Control them. And to control them. But then it also controls the people? No. Once you can control a species, it, you can weaponize them. So what it was... the What the fuck? Right. This is some subtext. Right. So they were weaponizing these locusts and by doing this, there was a gene malfunction and they were eating all of the crops and there was going to be like a global famine. So they were trying to genetically alter these locusts to release them back into population so that they would mate and die out in only one, one cycle because locusts don't live that long or something. Um, that would kill them off because they were eating all of the food. So they were like dinosaur fucking locusts. Yes, Jesus. So they broke back into Jurassic Park labs. We have to stop the locusts, basically. And you know they, you know, that's when they met up with Jeff Goldblum because he called them there. He's like, I'm a
1: locust. No, he works
0: there, but he called them there to be like, we got to blow this bitch up, you know? Let's blow it up. So it was like the OGs came together with the new Gs, like from Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting because the dinosaurs were more of a subtext to this global warming, world is changing, this is what we're going to have to live with if we don't change this. You know what I'm saying? So all of that was kind of like an underlying theme. But anyhow. Yeah, thanks, people. Yes. You know, hate the world. But so anyway, I'm no longer at the restaurants. (laughs) Thank you, Jurassic Park, when I knew it was time to get out, when the bitch hadn't even seen the movie. So now I'm just a caterer. And so, you know, I was catering a party recently. And, you know, thank God that business is starting to fucking come back. Like, just thank God. But... I think that people have like forgotten how people to dress have in forgotten public. How to do a lot of things in public. Oh, you're telling me. I mean, when when we used to go out, we used to dress up a little bit. Did I send you photos from this event? Where... Yes, there was
1: some nasty-looking people there. <laughs> my I, God! I don't know what the fuck some of these people were wearing. It was it was bad. Oh but my God. I had told you, like I was outside the stage door. I saw the lead actor come out, and he looked like right a homeless Moulin Rouge? person. Yeah. Okay. He was wearing those white, tall socks with like some
0: Vans. Um, oh, that was the guy from the show. Yeah, he was the lead. Oh, I thought you were like this homeless person was bothering you. Well, yeah, I didn't
1: like the way his outfit was. So oh my
0: gosh! I thought you sent me that picture, and this homeless guy was bothering you. That was the actor. Hello. Felicia. I'm here. Is Felicia's mic on? Mic check, one, two, one, two. (laughs)
1: This guy's wearing a white baggy shirt.
0: I mean, he, oh, God. You sent me this photo. I thought it was a homeless person. Yes. That was the lead actor. No, you're kidding me.
1: Look at his hair. All right, you know what? I think it's time for it's time because I really want to show you this funny video on
0: Instagram. Oh, oh I'm not done talking about those hairy Lake girls and stuff. Are we done talking about that? Oh, no, no, we do need TikTok. Yeah, Hickory dickory TikTok fuck time. Let's t- try to say it together. Hickory dickory. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's try. Hickory dickory TikTok Tok fuck time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what time it is. Hickory dickory tick. tock, fuck. Damn.
1: All right. So let me show you the video. <laughs> do you do, do you know what that's? The audio is from Home Alone, Lord. Lord. <laughs> and then his eyes. His hold on.
0: That's the video. That's the video of the week. That's your tip. I'll
1: post this on the Facebook page so everybody can see it.
0: Oh Oh, my god. You have to play mine. You have to play mine. I sent it to you today. Via text? No, on Instagram. The old lady. Oh my god. Oh yes. Yeah, that's my video. So I follow
1: this grandma. Her name is Grandma. Grandma What's
0: her last name? Let me see. Droniac. Droniak, yeah. Okay. Grandma underscore Droniak. Oh my gosh, if we messed up her name and she gets famous, she's going to be so pissed at us. She's going to berate us. Grandma's uh, username on Instagram
1: is grandma underscore Droniak. Yes. So let's play it. Who's predating me? Listen up. Call me, but don't text me. You call me, I do not call you. You're going to take a lot of Instagrams for me. That's it's right. going to be good taking photos. I'm sick of cooking, and you're going to cook everything. And it better taste good. Exactly. If we're going on a trip, we're flying first class. Amen. I will not sit in coach with you. You better shut up when I tell you to shut up. One time, with my husband, he told me to shut up. I said, don't you. Ever tell me to <laughs> shut up? You could have said keep quiet, and he never said that again as long as he lived. He got the rules for dating.
0: I love that one.
1: I love that. I think I'm just gonna start saying that if I if I get into my like an argument, I'll be like, and this is the last time you'll say
0: that until the day you
1: die. <laughs> oh my God.
0: I mean, you can't use that too many times or it loses its luster. That's a good line, though. Oh, yeah.
1: And it better be good. I love this little granny. I love that. So you call me. I do not call you. (laughs) You're going to. So she's never going to call you, but she wants you to cook all her food, fly her first class. She's not going to pay for nothing when you go out either because you're paying for the flight and the trip. She's just there for the ride. I, I love her. Right. her.
0: You know what I'm saying? Rules for dating me. I'll tell you what. If I had to do it over again, I wouldn't have married for love. And Fuck that shit. i made married for money, she, honey. She
1: <laughs> wants you to be a photographer,
0: too, because she wants you to take a lot of photogra-
1: photos for her to post on her Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's one of her rules. Takes photos of me. Because, well, she wants to feel pretty. So, I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Oh, my God. So I do want to talk about, like, is monkeypox the new AIDS?
1: Okay, you had mentioned this, that, like, people are saying it's sexually transmitted now and through the gay community. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, it was
2: on the news. Well, tonight, the Biden administration is speeding up testing for monkeypox and rushing 56,000 vaccine doses to areas where the virus is spreading the most quickly. There are more than 300 confirmed cases here in the U.S., and most of those infections occurred just this month. We're joined now by infectious disease doctor Celine Gounder. She's also editor-at-large at Kaiser Health News. Dr. Gounder, so good to have you. So with these monkeypox cases on the rise, are we doing enough to combat this disease? Nora, we haven't moved nearly fast enough. We have known about monkeypox cases in the United States since May, and we should have ramped up education and access to testing a few weeks ago. Once we saw that monkeypox was spreading here in the US, we should have deployed vaccines from our strategic national stockpile more quickly and broadly, not just for close contacts, but for others known to be at high risk for monkeypox. So on that point, who is considered high risk? Currently, monkeypox is spreading among men who have sex with men, including gay men and bisexual men, as well as trans women. But it's important to understand that monkeypox is not just sexually transmitted, and it doesn't just affect gay men. It can also be transmitted through direct contact with lesions on the skin, mouth, or private parts, as well as through respiratory droplets or sprays, and direct contact with contaminated objects, such as bed sheets and towels. I'm really concerned about the spread of monkeypox to immunocompromised persons and pregnant women. It can cause miscarriages and it can be fatal to pregnant women, newborns, as well as immunocompromised persons. That's an important warning. Dr. Selene Gounder, thank you so much. Felicia,
0: just a random question from one of our listeners. Really? We got a, someone? Okay. Where, what is the furthest you've ever traveled for a booty call, oh, probably New York, you went all the way to New York City yeah. like f- in for purpose of doing the nasty. okay I'll tell you okay, so I think I went to New York City.
1: this was probably in like two thousand seven or something, and when I got there, I didn't even end up fucking him because I found out he had like a
0: micro dick. <laughs> Oh, fuck. hmm See, that's why you got to get that the dick pic, girl. Yeah.
1: Well, I had like actually, We don't need I, these no, people wasting our time, especially going all the way to New York City. I've seen it before, but then by the time I saw it again, I was just not interested. Hmm. Like, Samantha, you know, Jones, like, I just need a big dick. You know what I'm saying? Your penis is too small. Excuse me? It doesn't...
2: And it just... It, it can't. and And I can't. And it's... It's
0: just too damn small. Did you ever stop to think that maybe your vagina's too big?
1: What can I say? I need a big dick. I hear that. Philip, where's the furthest you've ever gone for a, a booty
0: call? I'm sure you've gone to New York for a booty call. Like, I'm thinking like a booty call's like a spur of the moment or like that's where you're going like for a purpose to do this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been to Blackhawk for that. Oh, that's like a huge commitment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew who I was seeing. Right. I don't know. I don't think I'd go. I mean, one time I, I I would also say I've been in New York for another booty call, but it was like a sexy rendezvous in New York for uh, my one year anniversary with my handsome special man wow so we did I have, mean
0: I I try to keep it within 10 or 15 miles so yeah. I had a
1: redeeming New York <laughs> experience that was that one but you know what I'm saying like we both flew from Denver but at different times right so
0: he was meeting
1: me in New York this rendezvous we stayed in the Broadway district like on one of the side streets we were actually behind the theater where the Aladdin plays well Aladdin right. and uh, yeah
0: wow I love all of that <sighs> yeah I don't know I once got busy at the Denver Art Museum. Mm. So, like, is that a booty call? Like, on the spur of the moment? Oh my God. I'm gonna need
1: a tea on this one. Oh, it's my ex. Oh my god.
0: The one we got the text message, fucking automated message from. Oh my, this is a voice recording robot. Well, I hope the sex was good at the time, but <sighs> fuck him. Listen, Felicia, I've been homeless. I've survived the AIDS epidemic, Clinton's impeachment, hashtag Monica Lewinsky. Ooh. 9 11, Trump, January 6th.
1: Oh my god.
0: COVID, and even Pepsi. Uh. You think some fucking monkeypox are gonna? gonna scare me they're gonna have to try harder than that girl bye oh, bye bitch do you ever say goodbye to like certain people certain ways oh yeah like you know you'd be like bye
1: felicia to somebody or like whatever like i have a friend when we say bye we say bye bitch we just, we just <laughs> hang up and hit, her mom says it to her that way too bye bitch it's like saying like love you
0: but it's bye bitch <laughs> oh my god oh. bye bitches Do you remember earlier when we were talking about how, like, I feel like people have, like, lost, um, like sense lost of like, like
1: act in public? Is that yeah, I mean?
0: like I I catered that event when the girl had hairy legs and the other one showed up looking like a flu patient. Remember this? Oh yeah. I like it, it was just awful, but you know, on the flip side of this, full bushes are back. Okay, nothing I, wrong with freedom of the pussy. I just love a full bush. Oh. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> They've been trimmed for so long and like now I think after the pandemic, bushes.
1: Women's bushes or man's bushes? Well men's bushes. bushes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've just been noticing. On more men yeah. recently? Interesting.
0: Bushes hmm. are back.
1: Makes me want to floss my teeth.
0: Oh! <laughs> it's time for the
1: munchies! <laughs> I wanted to say, we are now interrupting our gay podcast special for the munchies. Let's go get
0: it. Bring it to the munchies. Munchies. Bring me the munchies. Munchies. Walk for me. Walk for me. (laughs) Okay, so for today's munchie, I was in the store and I actually sent you a picture of this.
1: And I about threw up in my mouth. (laughs) I really don't know how I'm going to feel about this.
0: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This is a French ice cream. It's... Van Leeuwen, how do you say this? I thought this was
1: Telemach. It is not Telemach ice cream. No, I didn't really. You know, I, I saw the photo, but in looking back on it, I thought it was Telemach. This is Van Leeuwen, Van One. Their
0: their tagline is "A life without anything good is bad."
1: It's also limited edition, and I would yeah. I would also re- keep this as limited edition. Maybe I mean we got to taste it, but the flavor is. Grey Poupon.
0: But yours has salted pretzel in it or
1: something. Oh, yeah, with salted pretzel, and it's a French ice cream. Yeah, Yeah. it just says that on the bottom. So
0: mine is, brace yourself for this one, Felice, (laughs) pizza-flavored.
1: Ice cream! I'm going to take a photo so we can post this on our page.
0: Okay. You know what I mean? I'm Like, which one should we try first? Like, I'm afraid of both of them. Are those wild? They are wild. Okay. All right. Which one are we doing first? Um, the pretzel or the pizza?
1: Well, or I guess the ones with mustard. They look a different color too. Let's do the
0: mustard. The mustard. I can tell which one that one yeah, is. Yeah, I
1: can tell which one that is too. Oh, I'm nervous.
0: Go. <laughs> Felicia ate it. and I did it. <laughs> is it nasty? <laughs> it's nasty. I'm not doing it.
1: You have to try it. I did it. Oh,
0: oh my God.
1: Uh, <laughs> I got a bite of pretzel. Okay. It like, gave me the, the heebie-jeebies. It's not awful, but it has a mustard taste. Mm-hmm. It's a mustardy type ice cream. I wouldn't say it's really great coupon, but okay. I cleaned the off the spoon. It's kind of like mustard caramel. Yeah. What's this other one?
0: Yeah, pizza. What the fuck? Okay. Well, I was afraid to try the pizza, but I'll try the pizza. Because the mustard wasn't terrible.
1: The pizza one reminds me of, like, a some kind of a cake.
0: Yeah. It doesn't... It's not pizza. It's some kind of a cake.
1: With red.
0: Read this label. Is this, like, a contest? Like... That's what they say it is, but, like, you're supposed to really guess what the flavor is. No. Like, remember those, like, mystery Oreos?
1: Oh, God. That is... That's mustardy. That... I can't do the grape fun. No. Ugh. It just has that taste to it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay.
0: Well, that's that. So... Uh, before we end this show, Felicia, I would just like to thank the cast of Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder, well, okay, during
1: Exina's Pride concert in LA, yeah. the cast of Moulin Rouge came out to perform with her, and then she called them the cast of Burlesque twice. Right. For the cast of Burlesque. She did it twice. And then there's a big sign behind them that even said Moulin Rouge during their performance. Oh, yeah. But I want to know, who's the person... The Paul Decidex Xiao was like, "Girl, it's not burlesque, it's Moulin Rouge." Who corrected her? <laughs>
0: Probably nobody.
1: Oh, damn. I want to check online. I want to check Twitter. Who's who's talking about it?
0: the to give you so much. Want more, Philip and Felicia? You know you do.
1: Huh? It's Felicia and Phillip.
0: Yes. Check us out on Spotify and SoundCloud. Or on Facebook at High Tea cast With Felicia and Phillip. Yes, of course. Ladies first.
1: This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High podcast at
2: gmail.com.